Hey y'all, shalom and grace be unto you in the name of Jesus. Um, this is Testimony Tuesday. This is Midnight Cry and I am your host, Nico. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm excited to be here tonight. I am so super excited to be here tonight. I am tired. I can tell you that much. Tired, 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 tired. Um, Testimony Tuesday. Let's go back to Testimony Tuesday. Um, So... I'm going to be giving a testimony today, but this is what I want y'all to do. If y'all hear the podcast and y'all can get me a testimony in before next Tuesday, I will put your testimony on the air for next week's Testimony Tuesday. Also, if you hear this podcast and it has blessed you in any way, please share. Let somebody else experience the blessing. It, it, it might be something in there that somebody else needs. You, you know what I'm saying? Let's not be stingy with the word. Let's not be selfish. And uh, and let's share. So tonight, um, I'm going to give my testimony. I just want to thank God for His Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit, the power of His Holy Spirit is amazing. It's amazing. I was um, shot up with some darts yesterday and I tell you what the power of his Holy Spirit he kept me uh, my emotions didn't get in the way get involved I don't even remember them coming up uh, my flesh didn't raise up on me that 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 is anybody I know me better than I know my thing y'all know me so I'm telling you what this flesh didn't raise up and I that's when I knew that the power of God's Holy Spirit was at work in me um, I can tell you that I, I used to not be able to feel um, pain from attacks, you know, but I'm grateful today that I can even feel the pain from the attacks. I was so hard and so calloused and, you know, and so rough and, but, but because of his Holy Spirit, he has softened my heart and he's allowed me to feel the, the pain of, of the darts but he's kept me in perfect peace all at the same time. So I'm just grateful for the power of his Holy Spirit today. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about um, what direction are you headed in? Uh, do you know what direction you are headed in? Do you know what direction um, you should be headed in? Um, the times that we are in, y'all, is prophecy being fulfilled right before our eyes. And um, so tonight we're going to talk about... Uh, Jerusalem. We're going to talk about the new Jerusalem. Um, there is uh, coming up on a time where we're going to see, we're going to see in the earth, um, uh, the lawless one, the the antichrist, stand up and say that he is Christ. Stand up in the holy land we know as Jerusalem, and um, Proclaimed to be the Messiah. And it's going to fool a lot of people. It's really going to fool a lot of people. But that's why we're going to be talking about this tonight. Because that one that's going to stand up in the Jerusalem on earth um, is the Antichrist for sure. Because we're going to find out um, by the end of this podcast that um, God is bringing a new Jerusalem. He's going to bring a new Jerusalem. So he that is going to stand up, we're going to know by the word of God uh, that that man is not the Messiah. So I don't want us to be deceived. I don't want us to be deceived. I don't want us to listen to the TV when they tell us, um, this is the Christ. This is the Christ. This is who you all have been waiting for. This is who y'all been waiting for. Don't fall for it because it's a lie. 
Okay. Okay. And we're going to go into scripture and we're going to have scripture confirm that it's going to be a lie. Okay. So our jump off scripture tonight is Daniel chapter seven. I'm going to be starting at verse 12. Daniel chapter seven. I'm going to be starting at verse 12. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season. I saw in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before me. And there was given him dominion and glory in a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Now he's talking about Jesus. This is a, a, a um, he was allowed to see Jesus before he was manifested in the flesh. Isn't that amazing? I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Then I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, breaking pieces and stamped the residue with his feet. And of the ten horns that were in his head and of the other which came up and before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. I beheld in the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the most high in the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. In the ten horns of this kingdom are kings that shall arise and another shall rise after them and he shall be diverse from the first and he shall subdue three kings and he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the most high and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times in the dividing of time but the judgment shall sit and they shall Take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it until the end. In the kingdom, in dominion, in the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my, my conscience was much troubled and my countenance changed in me, but I kept 
the matter in my heart. Kept the matter in my heart. I read Daniel chapter 7. I started at verse 12 and I read until verse 28. And in verse 12, it talks about, um, in verse 13 of chapter 7 of Daniel, it talks about the vision that he was given. So he was able to, in a vision by given to him by God, to see Jesus and to see that he was going to be the one to take the kingdoms, the nations, the languages, the dominion. And, it's, and we know this is Jesus because it says he has an everlasting dominion. He has everlasting dominion, right? Everlasting dominion. So it says that, yeah, he, 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 he arrived. Um, then the other beast came up and then there was a transition. When you go back and read it yourself, pray, Pray about it and go and read it yourself. You'll see the progression where he came and then the other beasts rose up and then the Ancient of Days came. Uh, the saints were, you know, um, when you look at verse 21, you'll see in Beheld the, um, not verse 21, um, but the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Then I saw the truth of the beast. And it says that the beast began to make war with the saints. He he, he went to make war with the saints um, until the, the judgment, until the judgment. But then and when we see in verse 17 that the dominion finally goes um, to Jesus and the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter. Okay. So that's Daniel chapter seven. We're going to go to, uh, Matthew chapter 24 because guess what? Jesus is pretty much saying the same thing. It says, um, we're going to start at chapter 24, Matthew. We're going to start at verse 15. But before I get there, I want us to realize that Daniel's prophecy, um, Daniel's prophecy spoke about the abomination of desolation. Do the bomb, the abomination of desolation is, um, man standing up, this antichrist standing up in the Holy Land, making himself God. When you see that, you we're going to know right then that the end is really upon us. And that's coming pretty rapidly, y'all. I just want us to know that. And I'm, tell, I'm, I'm telling us these things. I'm sent to tell us these things so that we are not deceived when we see this standing up. But then Jesus tells us not to be deceived either. And so I'd rather hear what Jesus has to say um, because his word is forever. It's everlasting, right? Amen. So chapter 24, starting at verse 15, it says, when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel, the prophet stand in the holy place, whosoever readeth, let him understand the abomination of desolation is the Antichrist standing in the holy land, professing to be God. That's the abomination which causes desolation. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Let neither him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. 
For then shall be great tribulation, such as what was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for my elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. And that's where we, that's, that's what I want to kind of put my foot on. I want to put my foot right there just a little while. Just a little while. Because it says, if they say, Lo, Christ is here. This is the Christ. Y'all come and worship him. Come and pay homage to him. Come and bow before him. He's saying, that ain't me. Don't go. That's not me. Don't go. This Antichrist, this Antichrist is going to stand up and, and profess to be God. He's going to do signs and wonders and he's going to have a lot of people deceived. But here's our warning. Here's our warning. If we haven't heard it before today, here, here it is. Here it is. Um, Jerusalem, Jerusalem is, he said, I'm laying Jerusalem desolate. I'm laying it waste. Nobody else will inhabit that. Nobody else will inhabit that land. It's, I'm done with that land. I'm done with it. I'm done. Now, now, we'll get there. We'll get there. The word of God excites me so much. So let's not be deceived when we see that abomination of desolation standing up in Jerusalem saying that he's God. And, and when people come to us and be like, that's the Messiah, that's Jesus, come and pay homage to him. Let's go and worship him. Do not go. He just is telling us, do not go. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. I want us to really let that one sink in. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. That this time God is so gracious and he is so merciful to us because as he has sped up time he has set us down to give us time to get right with him unless we are are indwelled with his holy spirit unless we are empowered by his holy spirit we will be deceived because we won't have his the compass the the holy spirit is our compass he is he who is come to comfort us in this time and to lead and guide us into all truth he's the only one that knows the way right so without his holy spirit we will be deceived we will be deceived and so i thank god for this time like this time is amazing this time is amazing because while everything is going on out there while they setting everything up while we are uh quarantined he's quarantined us if we use this time wisely if we get in the face of god if we um allow him to purge us out we won't be deceived by what we see in the earth in just a few minutes behold i have told you before wherefore if they shall say unto you behold he is in the desert go not forth behold he is in the secret chambers believe it not for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west so shall 
also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there shit there will the eagles be gathered together. So he's saying they take they telling you to come to these places so they can kill you. He said, and how you know, he said, I'm telling you, this is a death trap. If you follow them there, if you follow this lie, you're going to follow it to your death. Wherever they tell you to come, it's a death trap and you're going to be laid out and you're going to see the eagles swarming around because they are meat eaters. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and great glory. So he's telling us, he's telling us, look, 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 I gave Daniel a prophecy in chapter seven of Daniel. I showed him what was coming before it even got here. So it doesn't come, it doesn't come by surprise to my children. God says, I am he who creates the good and the evil. He said, I do it for my own purpose. He does it for his own purpose. Okay. So Daniel is saying, he, Jesus showed Daniel this. He revealed himself to Daniel. And he showed Daniel what was to happen in the last days. In the end days. He showed Daniel. Then Jesus comes right back. In chapter 24, it confirms what he told Daniel. But wait, wait, wait. It doesn't stop there. Because a witness, it said out of the mouth of one or two witnesses, shall my word be established, right? Well, here's a third witness right here. Here's a third witness right here. Daniel, I mean, Revelation. Revelation. Chapter 21. Revelation chapter 21. Um tells us what to expect uh the new kingdom the new heaven and the new earth uh, let me put a let me pause right quick we say we we say we want god's kingdom to come and his will to be done um but sometimes i don't really think that we understand what that means um we have been taught that the 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 place over there is holy and the people over there are holy and they are god's chosen people and this that and the third and okay it's it's some god got some people over in jerusalem but those that are feeding this 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 stuff to us um the revelation tells us that those that call themselves Jews but are not but are of the synagogue of Satan, um, we have to be able to decipher who's who and what's what. And the only way to decipher that decipher that is through the word of God. So you hear people talking about um the new world order and um one world religion. I wanna throw something out to there to us because I had shared a video on my social media site um that um, talks about coexist coexist and um the coexist sign what do uh those initials mean because it's an acronym it's actually an acronym right it, it says coexist but it's an acronym each letter stands for a different religion a different way of worship which in um 
Christianity we call polytheism, worship of many gods, right? And that's what this coexisting is, and that's a part of the New World Order, right? So let's see. The C in coexist stands for Islam. The O in coexist stands for paganism and witches. That's the peace sign. Um, that's why Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace on earth, but a sword. So if you hear them talking about peace, 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 that ain't me. Um, E, the E stands for science. The X stands for Judaism. The I stands for paganism, the Wiccans. The S stands for Chinese's yin and yang. And then the T stands for Christianity. So what they're going to do, what they are going to do, um, is set up this one world religion, one world leader, uh, one world rule, new world, the new world order, the new world order. And what they are going to do with this Antichrist is say, he is God. And um, if you don't worship, if you are um, don't worship um, the way that he says worship, if you don't worship him the way that he sees fit, if you are not all inclusive, if you are not a polytheistic uh, person, then you are going to be persecuted. If you stand on the principles of the word of God, of his precepts, his ordinances and his commandments, you will be ostracized. You will be persecuted. But Jesus says that and has not his children always been persecuted from the other nations from doing things his way? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But when they begin to be polytheistic, um, he removed his hedge of protection around them. He gave them into the hands of their enemies. But this time, but this time, um, we will have to we are going to have to decide whether we are going to choose persecution or choose to go along with the rest of the people so that we can have the daily necessities or are we going to trust our God, the God that we profess. So we Christians are supposed to be monotheistic, meaning that we worship one God and he alone in in the we can't we cannot take our God and intermingle him with these pagans, uh, these other religions. We can't uh, marry God to Islam. We really need to divorce God from paganism. You know, we can do that during this time because we are we have married um, Christ to Jezebel. And we need to take that out. That's a, we need to take that out because that's a part of the coexist movement. We already are being polytheistic, whether we want to admit it or not. And it has to be, uh, the dividing line needs to be made now. Or a lot of us are going to find ourselves worshiping the Antichrist, going along with this coexist movement and denying the very Jesus that shed his blood for us, that we say he's our Lord, our Savior, who has brought our salvation for us. We have one God. We have one God and he is not to be worshipped with uh, Islam, paganism, science. He created Judaism. You know, he ain't supposed to be worshipped with um, because the Judaism. Let me tell you about Judaism. This is what we must understand. Judaism in those that call themselves. There's uh, Orthodox Jews and then there are those that are under Judaism. I think they're the same. 
I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, there are a Judaism for sure. I know, do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They are looking for another Messiah. And so that's why Judaism is in here apart from Christianity. You understand what I'm saying? Because uh, they do not receive Jesus as the Messiah. They are looking for another Messiah. They are looking for the Antichrist. That's who they're looking for because they are what? The synagogue of Satan. Um. He he's not to be mixed with the yin and the yang philosophy. Like what does pay, what does Christianity have to do with any of them when we start, when we worship the one true and living God? Yeah, we're gonna have to make a decision. We're gonna have to make a decision. And in my in my in my hope and my prayer is that is is that we are taking this time to really um, get in the presence of God and ask him to teach us him, to let us know him, to 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 show us the truth, to, to show us the way, to, to ask him for direction in this hour, you know, and how do we go about, uh, um, we need his wisdom, we need his knowledge, we need his understanding, and if he doesn't share that with us, we're in a world of trouble. If we don't really know who we belong to, we will, we will bow down and worship the Antichrist. But the Bible gives us things to show us who he is, who the Antichrist is, and who God is not. Okay? Um, oh yeah, and so we say we want God's will to be done and His kingdom to come. But do you do we not really understand that in order for God's kingdom to come, this kingdom has to be destroyed? Yeah, yeah, this kingdom has to be destroyed. And if we are holding on to this kingdom and trying to have any kind of control in this kingdom, then we don't even have we don't we we're not in the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is already prepared for us. We don't even have to worry about uh, picking who the next president is. And I'm not telling you not to vote. Don't get me wrong. Do whatever God tells you to do. But I'm telling you, don't love this kingdom so much that you that you don't have your that you don't understand that this kingdom is on its way down. Because if you attach to it, if your heart is attached to this kingdom, you're gonna go down with it. But if your heart is in the kingdom, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You just trust God. But that's just me. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Revelation 21 verse starting at verse 1 and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea and I John saw the holy city New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband now I want y'all to hear this so that Jerusalem that's over there standing where this Antichrist, the abomination of desolation, is going to stand up and make himself God, is, is going away. It's going to be destroyed. It's going to be no more because the Bible is clear when it told, tells us that God is bringing a holy city, a new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven. All right. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God <clears throat> so God is bringing the holy city new Jerusalem down with him because now the the new heaven and the new earth has been been established is being brought down with God because the old heaven in the old earth has what passed away meaning it is no more no more 
understand that this earth, this world, this heaven, and this earth as we know it is going to be destroyed. And I heard a great voice of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and he and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are what passed away no more. And he that sat up on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So he says, those that are scared, those that are fearful, they ain't coming with me. They're not inheriting my kingdom. Those unbelieving, they won't inherit my kingdom. Those that are abominable, they won't inherit my kingdom. Well, what's abominable? Because we always want to talk about homosexuality. And yes, the Bible does say that's an abomination. But he also says seven other things are an abomination to him too. Go look it up in Proverbs. Okay? Uh, abominable. Any murderer, any whoremonger, any sorcerer, anybody messing around with witchcraft, anybody um, praying witchcraft, uh, prayers against people. Yeah, that's witchcraft. That's sorcery. Idolatry. Worshiping other gods. Yes, no idolatry will inherit the kingdom of God. We can keep on saying God don't care about us uh, celebrating pagan holidays, but that's idolatry. Anytime it's not in his word, anytime it's not according to his word, that's worshiping other deities. That's worshiping a, that strange fire. That's worshiping another way other than the way that he requires in his idolatry. And if you continue to practice it, you will not inherit his kingdom. It ain't my word. It's his word. And all liars, if you're lying about anything, if you know what the truth is and you standing in a bold faced lie, you ain't inheriting his kingdom either. No liar. Not a white lie. Not a skinny lie. Not a fat lie. No liar will inherit his kingdom. He said they shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire. So he said they're going to hell. That's where you're going. But you won't be in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. That's what he said. So I just want us to know, I want us to really know that um, we look at God as being so merciful and so loving and so forgiving and so patient and he all that. He all that. But guess what he is with that? He has a side, of, he has a wrath that he is, is holding back. He has a wrath that he is holding back, giving us space and time to repent. 
space and time to get right before him. Before he unleashes his wrath. Because if we're not right before him, once his wrath is released, oh, baby, you could forget it. We could forget it. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no more chances. Ain't no more chances because we have this time that we're in right now to get it right. We have this time right now that we are in to get before his face and seek him out. We have this time that we are in to love, to allow, to receive his love. Yeah. So that that fear that tries to ensnare us can be cast out. Because he said perfect love cast out all fear. And the reason why many of us are fear is because we haven't, his love, the father's love hasn't been perfected in us. You know why it hasn't been perfected in us? Because we still want what this world has to offer. We still want to what this world has to offer. We haven't been placed in his kingdom. His kingdom hasn't been placed in us. His kingdom hasn't been placed in us because when his kingdom is placed in us, then we don't worry about nothing. We ain't scared. And it ain't just talk either. It's like really walk through this earth freely. It's like really walk through this earth without fear of what can man do to me? If God be for me, what can man do to me? If God be for me, what can man do to me? And if man can do something to me, it's because God allowed it. Yeah. Yeah. We want to sit up and look at what's going on in the earth and say, God don't have nothing to do with this. How come he don't? Is he not sovereign rules and super rules over everything? He even rules over Satan. Satan can't do nothing without God's permission. So what do we mean? God ain't got nothing to do with this. So we just think we got this old um, chump for God. They just let whatever go on in the earth. No, that ain't God. Do we, we, don't, we don't know him. If we think that that's the case, we don't know him. Even Jesus on his way to the cross. And when he stood before Pontius Pilate and he said, don't you know I have the power to kill you? He said, no, you don't. He said, he's, no, he said, yeah, you do. But you only got this. You only have the power to do it because my father gave you the power to do it. Okay, so don't get it twisted. Let's not get this thing twisted. Anything that's going on in this earth is because God is allowing it. Yeah. To get our attention so we can repent for real. So we won't be deceived for real. Because our perception of him, um, the way that a lot of us think about God and, and Jesus, in, in, in the way the religion has indoctrinated us. Yeah, we'll think that Antichrist, that abomination of desolation that's going to pop up over in Jerusalem is really the Messiah. And it's not. Because Jesus told us what it was going to be, what it was going to look like. He said, you gonna, it's going to get dark before I come. Everything on everything that I spoke and told to stand here and sit there and be there is going to obey me once again and go black. There's going to be utter darkness. The day of the Lord is not going to be nothing pretty. It's not going to be nothing pretty. It's not going to be nothing pretty. He said, then you're going to see a sign of me in the heavens. Then that's going to be me. So don't be deceived by what you see in the natural. You better know me in the heavens. You better have your mind in heavenly places so you can be instructed by the voice of heaven. And not the, the, these false prophets and these false Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We read tonight. Revelation. 
21 run through 8. Let me give it to you in sequence. We read Daniel chapter 7 verses 12 through 28. We read Matthew chapter 25 verses. Let me go look. I know we started at verse 15. But where did we end? Verse 15 to... Fifteen through thirty. So Matthew twenty four, fifteen through thirty. And then we read Revelation twenty one, one through eight. So again I'm gonna give you those Bible verses again. Daniel chapter seven, verses twelve through twenty eight. Matthew twenty four, verses fifteen through thirty, and Revelation twenty one, verses one through eight. God doesn't want us to be deceived. He said, I would not have you ignorant of the enemy's devices. I would not have you ignorant of the enemy's devices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pray, read, study. Seek, knock, ask. Ask, seek, knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. Ask, seek, knock. It's time out for asking for anything in this earth. It's time out for asking for anything material. It's time out for asking for anything natural. We need to be asking for the heavenly riches. Those things that are going to sustain us in the days ahead. Thank you for tuning in to Midnight Cry tonight. It's Testimony Tuesday. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, doers of his word. Oh, may he keep us. May he enrich us with his wisdom, his knowledge, and his understanding. In Jesus' name. I love y'all. Be blessed. <laughs>